The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to a safe, happy hour podcast. Breaking news. That's the breaking news siren. Andrew, be up front with the people. We're recording from our cars because we have a busy day today, and I'm fighting the cold. So deal with the audio, people. If you can understand this, it'll be fine. But, Andrew, we have lots of breaking news that affects LSU, the Saints, and the Carolina Panthers. So it's NFC South-related, so it's kind of like the perfect storm. Joe Brady is leaving LSU. He's going to go be the offensive coordinator to the Panthers. Uh, That affects... LSU, it affects the Saints. Um, your thoughts on it when you initially heard it? I'm pissed. Fucking pissed, man. Um, you know, I just hate – I mean, as in, I'm a big LSU fan too, and for what that does to LSU, you know, when you're going to lose Clyde edwards Hilaire, you're probably going to lose Thaddeus Moss. Uh, you're you're going to lose Jefferson. I mean, you're going to lose a number of players on that offense. And, and obviously you're going to lose Joe Burrow. And so – what you want to hand to Miles Brennan is continuity, at least. And for him to basically lose the passing architect that made Joe Burrow a Heisman, um, that that just really sucks. And I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, well, they've got this analyst they can just promote. Like, It's not the same thing. Come on, people. Like, you know, this yeah. is a different personality, different person, different brain. Um, so yeah. I think it's a huge loss for LSU. And the fact that he's going to Carolina, now, whether it works or not in Carolina remains to be seen, but it makes me sick that now it's the Saints' problem. Yeah, that's the thing that makes me annoyed is um, I'm a huge LSU fan like you, like most of the people that listen to this podcast. And when LSU players go to the NFC South, I can't root for them, right? I got a hate on them. Like Joe Brady, I'm like, I was like, congrats, guy. Thanks for, thanks for the great year. Uh, I hope you have nothing but failure at Carolina. Yeah, I, like, hope I, you, can't, I, I hope you feel. I hope you feel miserable. Yep. I hope they fire you in two years. Like I don't want. Like I don't want other NFC South teams winning, and I don't care that Joe Brady. Like 
he got us a title. Like that's great, but like I hope I hope Matt rules a disaster in Carolina. Um, here's the thing with Joe Brady. I know he's a really good coach. I know he's really smart. But here's the thing. Joe Burrow might be transcendent. And I know there's a lot of people on this podcast that are young and don't remember the 90s of LSU. Well, in the 90s, LSU football was bad. And they hired a coach who his team was the first team ever that wasn't an SEC team that beat Florida State, Auburn, and Alabama in a two-year stretch. First team to ever do it. And everybody was like, that coach is the younger, he's a young, hot, upcoming coach. And LSU said, we're going to hire him, and he's going to fix our team. You know who it was? It was Curly fucking Holman, and he was a disaster at LSU. And you know why he got hired at LSU? Because he coached fucking Brett Favre, okay? So Joe Brady, he might be a great coach, but you know what also he might be? He might have been just an okay coach that was lucky enough to have a transcendent quarterback. I'm just going to throw that out there for you, okay? Well, I, I think I, I think this. Look, LSU has had five-star, uniquely amazing talent for a really long time. You know, it's not yeah. like it's not like this talent just fell from the sky. You know, they they've yeah. been having players of this quality. Now, you can complain about the quarterback. Now, that the trigger position what has been poor, but you know, again. A lot of these guys have been four- and five-star athletes, and it's been LSU's failure in developing them. It's been a reason why they've been poor. And so, you know, the receiver, everyone talks about the receivers and Jamar Chase. And, I mean, I remember a year where Skylar Green, who went to the NFL and play, actually played for the Saints, was like the fourth or fifth receiver on LSU because they had Michael Clayton and Devery Henderson and Dwayne Bowe. Like, I mean, early set. Like, they had – ridiculous receivers. So LSU has had ridiculous receivers for a really long time. And to me, this group is uniquely special because of what they accomplished. But LSU's had receivers, multiple receivers of this talent level for a long time. I mean, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham were were on the same team. So I I just feel like the difference hasn't necessarily – LSU's always had the talent. Uh, You could argue maybe – Maybe not at quarterback, although Mettenberger was a pretty special talent. Um, but I, I think the difference is they basically got a modern scheme, and that's all they ever mm-hmm. really needed. I just think they were archaic in their approach to the offense, and under Les Miles, it was really this yeah. ground, ground and pound for a long time, and I, I just think the talent never really matched the scheme. And so is it really Joe Brady – or is it just that LSU's talent was starved for any scheme that would allow them to blossom and actually use their talent? Because for a long time, I don't think LSU was using their talent. And that, that's just the truth. And so I do believe Brady is a very good coach. He's a good play caller. I think he's an impressive young mind. But a lot of it comes down to do you have the talent to execute? I don't care how good of a coach you are. If you don't have the talent, to execute your scheme, then it becomes more difficult. And I believe the best coaches like Sean Payton are the coaches that adapt to their talent and that change their scheme and change their approach based on the talent they have. They change their playbook to accommodate a player like Taysom Hill. And it remains to be seen if Joe Brady can do that. Um, But the bottom line, Ralph, is, look, Carolina, they've got D.J. Moore, they've got Curtis Samuel, Samuel, I mean, they have 
some receivers yep. that maybe have a little potential, but to me, those aren't world beaters, and I don't know that Cam Newton can run this offense, and so unless they get different personnel, to me, it's still a question mark. I mean, Cam Newton's not accurate enough, and, 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 and I'm, I'm more of a fan of Cam Newton's game than other Saints fans, and all. I hate him because he's, you know, I like to hate him because he's fun, and, and it's fun to have a villain, but Cam Newton, to me, he's just not. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Not accurate enough to run the Sean Payton offense, but we'll see. You know, the one thing about LSU that's going to be hard is if Miles Brennan, if he goes out next year and he throws 30 touchdown passes and, say, eight picks, it would be the greatest season a quarterback at LSU has ever had, except for Joe Brady. So the come down from Joe Br- – from Joe, not Joe Brady, Joe Burrow, the come down is going to be hard because we just watched the greatest offense in the history of college football. So that will be a little bumpy, I think, for LSU fans. But – if you're like me, who bet on LSU to win the championship, take your winnings, and I'm going to buy like $300 worth of championship merch, and that'll keep us warm next year. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I, I think two things with Brennan. I, number one, I really think this is a two-year project for him. I, I, I think if LSU can go 9-3 and three and he has a reasonably good season, not so good that he leaves for the NFL. Like, you don't want him to be terror tear it up to where you only get him for one year. But if he's decent next year and LSU can have a reasonably good season, and 9-3 and three would be a good success for me um, coming off a championship, then I think in year two you would hope that Brennan could blossom into something really special. Um, but I, I just think yeah. with Miles Brennan, you know, the bottom line is he's still going to have great receivers. He's still going to have a good running game. So he's going to be supported by talent. Um, and, again, I think it's just about having a modern scheme to fit the skill sets to put your playmakers in a position to make plays, and that's it. Um, you know, yeah. we've, been, we've really been spoiled as Saints fans, LSU fans. Like, it was bad enough watching Breeze play for 15 years. Now we've watched Burrow for two years, win a Heisman, and 
now, you know, we basically we've witnessed like the two greatest quarterbacks in Louisiana history, um, you know, operate. And so, yes, we're spoiled. Our our evaluation of quarterbacks is fucked forever because every other quarterback that we watch from now on is going to be terrible regardless of what they do. Um, but I, I think it's important to keep that in mind, though, Ralph. It's that, you know, look, yeah. no one is going to live up to that standard. And, you know, if you get a great season out of Miles Brennan, but he's not Joe Burrow, I think we have to go in understanding that that's probably going to be the case. You know what? That's, I, that's the best case scenario. I mean, he's not going to win a Heisman. The, you know what I want from you know what I want from Miles Brennan? I want 2018 Joe Burrow. That's what I want from Miles Brennan next year. I want that would be that would be amazing. Good, solid quarterback, and he's clutch in some moments. But you see a lot of things that you're like, eh, he needs to work on. He's not so accurate. He's kind of a little reckless, like. Joe Burrow, 2018, he was fun. He was the quarterback. But you looked at him and you were like, man, he's not that accurate. He's not this, he's not that. But it's fine because we're happy to have confidence at quarterback. Um, that's what I want from Miles what, what Was was peak Zach Mettenberger, was that worse than Burrow last year? Oh, yeah. No, peak, peak Mettenberger. Peak Mettenberger was way better than 2018 Joe Burrow. But the thing about Pete Mettenberger is he his light didn't come on until the end of his first year at LSU. Like, literally, he was pretty awful until they played Alabama. They got their heart broken. But Mettenberger was spectacular in that game. And people were like, how did he? how is he playing so great against Alabama when he's been mediocre this, the whole year? But the light just came on. Then the next year they had Landry, they had Beckham, and they were, it was fun. So that's kind of the process you want from Brennan. But the last thing I want to talk about, Andrew, is Brady going over there is they're going to want to, I think, draft the LSU skill position players. Now, people are like, oh, they'll go get Joe Burrow. They're not getting Joe Burrow because Cincinnati doesn't do trades, and Carolina's not going from seven to one to get Joe Joe Burrow. I just don't see that happening. But – they could get Clyde Edwards and Lair. They could get Jefferson. And I like to root for LSU players. Uh, and if they go to the South, I can't. So that's going to suck. So I want LSU players to stay away from Carolina. But do you think that's a possibility where Carolina is going to be drafting LSU players to fit the scheme? Well, I mean, it's so annoying. Like, you know, Duke Riley, Deion Jones, uh, Dante Jackson, Devin White. I mean, it seems like every – Stud defender, LSU player, especially the linebackers, um, are always going to the NFC South. So I fully expect Patrick Queen to come out, Michael Divinity. They're both going to the NFC South. I'm sure that Tampa or Carolina is going to draft those guys. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Seven, seven to me, is not where you pick Edward Solaire or uh, Je- Jefferson. I keep wanting to call him Jordan Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. But, um, so I think it's it's going to be hard to uh, see an LSU guy going at seven. So I hope that they won't do that. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it's I mean obviously Burrow. I mean sorry, Brady's going to want that. He's going to want guys that know his system, and he's going to have familiarity. So I, I think he would push for that. Um, you know, I'd be remiss in not bringing up Luke Keekley real quick and just yep. saying, uh, yep. you know, him retiring was also breaking news for the Panthers and. 
You know, as a Saints fan, I got to say, I know he was beat up. He felt like he was diminished and declining. Um, look, I, I don't really care physically how he was. And I do find it interesting that in that last game against the Saints, now remember, he was pulled uh, in the first half of that game. Uh, and that ended up being his last game as a pro. Um, and, and I did find that interesting that he didn't even get to finish it. Um, I don't know what was going on with him physically. I know he had a history of concussions. Uh, but I'm glad he's retired. I will not miss him. Uh, he was a total pain in the ass. Uh, he was a big reason why Carolina was so successful and so good on defense. And, you know, look, if, if he wasn't going to be as good, it's like Unger. Like, if, if, his, if his body's done or his brain is done, whatever, like, if he's done, he's done. So, like, you don't want Max Unger to come back to the Saints if he, if he physically can't do it. So, you know, maybe he would have had a big drop-off. But what he gives Carolina in the film room, what he gives pre-snap in terms of his audibles and his adjustments, that was always a huge chess match against Breeze, and I will not miss that. And I'm glad he's gone. And even if he was going to be diminished physically, at least we won't have to put up with him knowing where to put guys in the right places based on the audibles that the Saints call. Um, so, anyway, huge relief. Very, very yeah. happy to see him retired and glad. You know, I, I think if you look at Carolina gaining Joe Brady but losing Luke Keekley, that feels like a huge loss to them yesterday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, 
propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yeah, and look, I can't say anything else. Luke Keekley was a great player. He's probably going to Canton, even though he only played eight, nine years, because he has so many Pro Bowls, so many All-Pros. He's probably going to Canton. And I'm just going to tell you, man, I think this is going to be a trend on defense for linebackers is I think they're going to retire early. Patrick Willis was a great player for San Francisco, and he retired kind of early. People were like, wow, he didn't even play 10 years. Because your body is just going to be shot. And I think players are going to look at it now that they know all these health tricks where they kind of it was kind of in the background before they knew it, but it wasn't so known. I think players on defense, Andrew, are going to be like, man, I played eight years. I got my money. I'm, I'm out. I'm peace out. I'm, I'm not going to play an extra two years diminished because I'm good. I've, I'm financially secure. I think you're going to see it. It's not going to be a wave of players, but I think it's going to be more of a trickle like Luke Keekley, where guys are going to retire. You're going to see a trickle of guys that are really good on defense for NFL, and they're going to leave early. And I just think that's going to be the case. Well, um, I'm not, I'm not going to miss them. Uh, DeMario Davis, yeah. if, if you're listening to this, and I know you're not, because uh, you don't spend $7 a month listening to our podcast. Um, but DeMario Davis, if, if you ever listen to this, you're not allowed to retire. I hope that's clear. No. Uh, please don't ever do it. Thank you. No. You need, to, you need to play as many years as you can at a super high level, and the Saints need to pay you a ridiculous amount of money. Um, so the final thing is, Andrew, LSU ran the Saints scheme. Drew Brees was literally watching LSU games, and he would text Joe Brady the next day, oh, you ran this, oh, you ran that. If LSU is ever going to pick, I mean, if the Saints are ever going to pick LSU's skill position, it's got to be this year. And I'm going to throw you out a wild scenario. It's going to get people mad. You're listening to this podcast for free because of my bookie, and this is why you want to subscribe to this podcast for $7 a month because we have fun, we joke around, and we throw out wild theories like this. Andrew, this is my theory. The Saints should trade Kamara for a high second or low first-round pick because they're not going to pay him. He's broken, and you make the tough decision. You can't pay everybody. You're not going to pay Kamara. And you take that second-round pick, and you draft Edward Zelayer. That And you do Edward Zelayer and Murray and – with the extra pick, you can go offensive line, Clyde edwards Lair and something else in your draft. Clyde edwards Lair can give you 75% of Camara for 80% less money, 
and it will get LSU and Saints people fired the fuck up on draft day if the Saints would pick Clyde as their Edward Delaire. So that's my theory. Tell me, you, tell me what you think of my theory, but also answer, if the Saints aren't going to draft LSU offensive players this year, they're never going to do it ever under Loomis and Payton. I know. Well, yeah, we were talking about that. Like, seriously, if, if – well, I would say this year and next year because, you know, you'll have some guys like Jamar Chase, et cetera, that they'll leave next year and, and – uh, They'll have uh, the ability to draft them next year, and they'll have they'll have at least been in Brady's system for a year. So, I would say this year and next year, you know, if if, if LSU players aren't good enough to play on the Saints when LSU is running their offense, then it, it's never going to fit. So, um, yeah, I think this year and next year, and honestly, I think a big reason why uh, Sean Payton shied away from LSU offensive players for such a long time is their offense was just too simple. Like their their offense. You know, it was just like he didn't believe that these LSU players could come in and learn his playbook and learn his offense because uh, it, it was it was so limited in what they were doing. So, uh, yeah, now that they've expanded things and they've shown they can do it successfully, I think Sean Payton can have a better vision for some of these guys. So I agree with you there. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I, as far as your theory, I mean, of course, anything involving tra- a trade and being a homer is the Ralph <laughs> thing ever. So you deciding to lobby for a trade of Camara, and of course the Saints turning around and picking an LSU player with that uh, is as Ralphie as it gets. Um, it is. You know, I would love to have Clyde Edwards Hilaire on the Saints. I don't know if it'll happen, um, but you know, Camara remains an enigma to me. I, I I don't know. Like I I'm not. I don't see as clearly as you. Like don't pay him. I I, I think ultimately it it depends on his demands. I, I think if he wants to get paid as Le'Veon Bell or Ezekiel Elliott, where he's the best back in, in, in football, then and he says, "Pay me that. That's what I want." And then, of course, you trade him, but uh, and, and force somebody else to pay him. But if he's going to be more reasonable and he's just like, "Hey, I just want six, seven million a year," that's really expensive for a running back. But he's really valuable, and I, I think he'll bounce yeah. back health wise. He's still really young. I think he'll come back to being the Camara we know and love. And, I, I do think you pay him. I, I do think that's a guy you keep as long as it's semi-reasonable. Uh, to me, the big question is, is he going to demand game-changing money? Is he going to de- demand to be a transcendent player in terms of his pay? Uh, and that's where I think you draw the line. Well, that, that's a great point. And look, does he want four years, $40 million, $20 million guaranteed, which is a lot for a running back, but $10 million for Camara? If he plays awesome, totally reasonable, right? Yes, exactly. If he, but, if, but if he wants four years, $60 million, that's totally unreasonable. And the Saints, you know, the Saints have shown post-Jarris Bird that they have their number, they're sticking to their number, and either the Saints player or somebody else is going to take that number, and they just go down their list. Now, They've swung and missed with guys like Zietler, but at the same time, they missed on Zietler. 20 minutes later, they got Warford for, for 50% less money, and it worked out great. So they're, 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 they're much better with Loomis, I think, of they've always run the cap well, but they're much better at not being so desperate and thirsty for the big name in free agency, and it's helped them. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. Um, 
I, mean, I just I, I, here, here's my thing, Ralph. Is I, I know Mark Ingram was a Pro Bowler, and I know he had a thousand yards rushing, which Kamara has, has yet to do. But Mark Ingram, to me, I mean, you can find guys that can pound it up the middle. You can find running backs, and 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 they did with Latavius Murray. And, and you know, I think Mark, Mark Ingram was real underrated, also, in what he gave you in the past game between his blitz pickups and his protection. And then, you know, he ran the screens well and he caught the ball pretty well. He got a lot better at that. But to me, Mark Ingram is is not exceptional in the past game in terms of just what he can do one-on-one in a matchup catching the football. And that's where Kamara, like, to me, Kamara is such a difference maker in the passing game that he's a unique running back and there's not a lot like him. And so I do think he's worth more than Mark Ingram. And so I think whether it's six or seven million a year, I absolutely think the Saints should pay him that. Um, now, wh- whether he wants more, again, it remains to be seen. I, statistically, he doesn't really have a good case. I think it's more, it would be more like he would want teams to pay him on spec, you know, to pay him ba- basically assuming his potential uh, and, and what he could deliver to a team. Uh, but he is a difference maker. So, again, I just think Kamara – uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what he wants. We'll see how this off season goes. I'm sure we'll be talking about that a lot. Yeah, and look, people, this podcast, like I said in the middle of it, it's free because of my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag, use the code chair, get a hundred percent sign up bonus. You got the Super Bowl. Hey, if you're a degenerate, degenerate like me, you can bet the Pro Bowl. Andrew, I'm such a degenerate gambler. I forgot that I told my wife, my wife to bet on All LSU right. and and spend her last $30 when she was on a work trip to Vegas to bet on LSU at 8-1. to one. She found the ticket. I had $270 just sitting around. She's going to go to Vegas next month and work again and cash that. I'm going to win. That's not my bookie, but you can go to mybookie.ag, use the code chair, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. You, we got Zion Day coming up for the Pelicans. You got the Pro Bowl. You got the Super Bowl. You need to gamble. You're degenerate. These are these people that listen to this podcast. So go to mybookie.ag, use the code chair, Sign up and do it. My bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Everybody, this is free. Andrew, explain to the people why they need to do this podcast all year long. Yeah, well, we're going to keep it going. Uh, so, you know, I, I know a lot of podcasts are like, hey, see you, see you in the draft, see you in free agency. Uh, Not they us. Take, they take a break. We keep going. We keep rolling. And so, like, you're star for Saints News. You're going to want this. You're going to want to know what we think about the end of the season, uh, you know, this week and next week, we're really going to start our season recap. So we're going to talk about everything that went on this season, recap the season. Then we'll go into free agency. We'll talk about all of our free agents who we want to resign, who we're okay letting go, kind of set the market. As soon as free agency hits, I'm going to grade every free agent the Saints sign, and, and I'll give you information on that, uh, both written content that you can pay for and daily podcasts. Uh, and then, of course, we'll ramp up in our, our draft coverage once that comes around. So uh, Saints News never stops with us. And uh, yeah. as far as I know, we're the only one that does it daily. So Yeah, and let me tell Stick you something. It. Free agency for the Saints is when we fucking shine, people. Yeah. Um, free agency, that's when we get like 70% of our signs. You know why? Because for Saints breaking news, for Saints rumors, for anything that you start consuming on free agency, like you're refreshing PFT 20 times a day to see the rumors, to see what the Saints are doing, we will have breaking news podcasts of that every freaking day. 
when free agency starts. Sometimes me and Andrew for free agency go two and three times a day because the Saints do so much stuff. I mean, two years ago, me and Andrew literally recorded a podcast for free agency preview. I think it was the first day. Literally, we got done with the podcast, and the Saints announced they signed Patrick Robinson and Demario Davis, and we started again and recorded another one. So that's what we do during free agency, and that's what you want. It's $7. You get swag. You get a koozie. You get a magnet. If you go to $10, you get Andrew's free agency grades. You get a koozie. You get a magnet, and you get a sticker. So do it. We appreciate all you guys, and we will see you tomorrow. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.